talk all about the history of Elford, New York. Um, I'm Abby Sexsmith, and I'm joined here today by my friends Lila Condi and Hi. Delia Logan. Hello. Delia couldn't make it in person, so uh, she's on FaceTime right now with her cat. Would you like to introduce your cat, Delia? Um, right now I'm with Smushy. Smushy? Okay. Smushy, yeah. real name Phil. Um, so, today we're going to be talking about the ghosts of Allegheny County. Yeah. Are there so, lots of ghosts? I'm finding a lot of stories here that I've never heard of. Though I am from, you know, like, this area in general. Not Allegheny, but... Do you think they're real ghosts? Or are they just people making up ghost stories? That sounds spooky. I mean, we're going to have to find out. I think that's up to us. Okay. Ghost okay. investigators. So I found this website. It's called uh, witchesballbuffalo.com. And they, they have a whole article called The 13 Creepies of Western of the Western Door, which is kind of like the um, the Native American name for this area, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, it says here, nickname for the Seneca Territory um, in Western New York. Okay. So... The first one that I'm finding is focusing on Salamanca. Um, I'll pull up on a map where it is. Sorry, viewers, I know you can't. Just look it up. Imagine it in your head. You're going to google.com and you're looking up Salamanca. Yes. So and then in your head, you know where it is. In your head, you know. So it is, it's about two-thirds the way to Jamestown from Alfred. If Where's Jamestown? West. <laughs> west. Okay. It's... Towards Erie. If you go about two hours towards Erie, you'll be in Jamestown. Uh, so just stop about. Is Erie the one next two to Buffalo? Thirds, two thirds. Okay, enough questions from last. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so this is called the High Hat. Um, and it looks like he was a giant cannibal with a mouthful of sharp teeth and a fondness for the tender flesh of children. So starting out strong. Um, he's been, he's called the hi-hat because he's wearing a stove, stovepipe chapeau. Is that a word for hat, you think? Probably. Probably. Stovepipe chapeau and reminded people of President Abraham Lincoln. Um. Huh. It says the 1960-65 to 65 creation of the Kinzu Reservoir brought a lot of non-natives to reservation territory day after day. Um. So it seems like, it's like, it's saying like, whites came up with it as they were going through the reservoir so i'm not sure what to think about it hmm. so how do you I react? feel as though it might yeah. have some racist origins it sounds pretty racist it probably is something along those lines you know i don't associate abe lincoln with what an appetite for children you said yeah no and a mouthful of sharp teeth i usually don't either um yeah yeah. What would you do, though, if it was, like, Abraham Lincoln, he's coming at you, he's going to eat you? What would you do? Um, well, he's quite tall, isn't he, right? That's, like, yeah, the whole thing about him. he's got, like, some sort of disorder that makes him, like, lanky. Quite lanky. Yeah. Um, I think I could outrun him for a little bit. If he's got a disorder that makes it, like, I feel like that would cause some, maybe, like, mobility coordination issues. Maybe if I just mm. run long enough, he'll have to slow down. Maybe, like, run in a zigzag. Yeah, like an alligator. Trip him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or I'd run... And then when he's just behind me, I stop and I duck. So he has to go over top of me and he somersaults and, you know, subsequently dies. And then you've, you've beaten Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, that's how I would. Well, I don't think you can make jokes about killing Abraham Lincoln because <laughs> someone else beat me to it, unfortunately. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. That's very true. We are not planning to kill Abraham Lincoln here. Um, um, I'm against yeah. 
We are against violence. Uh, Please, yeah. If you see Abraham Lincoln, do not fight. Do not fight. Uh, yeah, do not pick a fight with Abraham Lincoln, as he's probably a ghost and cannot be killed again. Yeah. Okay, so next one. We've got the Hellhounds in Wales, New York. Let me just look up where Wales is. I'm imagining it's not talking about the actual whales. Wasn't there a Hellhounds in an episode of um, Sherlock Holmes? The Hounds of Baskerville? Sherlock Holmes. Oh, you're missing out. Sherlock Holmes is it. like the best BBC show. Well, all of the BBC shows are pretty good. But They're pretty funny. Okay, so Wales is right near Buffalo. It's about, mm. looks about like a couple minutes out of there. It's by East Aurora, if any of you viewers know where that is. Um, so, um... What this story is saying, um, though I don't know if this is actually Allegheny County, but I'm still going to read yeah, it. Yeah, how big is Allegheny County? Not that big. Okay, Not, that's fine. It, I don't think it is. It's good enough. Um, okay. So, maybe I'm going to have to cut out my reading time. Um, oh, okay, I think I've heard something like this before. So, there's a place called Gutelberg with, that has, like, um, wait... Most of the aspirations associated with Gutelberg are rare ones for American cemeteries. So basically, it looks like they're seeing these uh, glowing-eyed black dogs in cemeteries, um, which is actually interesting because I've read things on European folklore where that is also a thing. Because I think how the story goes is they would they believe that the first soul in a cemetery would be stuck there, mm. um, so they'd bury a dog there first. Oh wow. Yeah, so Wasn't no there, one, yeah. I don't remember which culture it was, there was somewhere they would bury three-legged horses in cemeteries. Oh, um, yeah, that was, oh, it was in my presentation last week. Oh, last yeah, okay. I think it was, I think it was Norse stuff. That sounds like It was like, like Denmark, thing. and because there was that three-legged horse, yeah. Um, shout out to, um, mythology. Actually, in my class this morning, we were talking, or we were listening to someone talk about some like universal mythology and things that like appear across the globe at different times i think they mentioned like winged serpents mm. which are in different places at different times yeah and like general i think he's like focusing on dreams a lot more where like a lot of people experience the same things for some reason it's fascinating it's so yeah. fascinating i remember i watched this show about how like it was trying to connect because like every ancient culture has a story about there's this giant flood and then a stranger comes in to show them kind of like how to, what to do about the flood. Like, I mean, we know about Noah's Ark in, yeah. like, um, Christianity, but, like, everywhere from, like, Malaysia to the Mayans, they are having the same story. Yeah, I really always, I I want to know if there was a big flood. There must have been. Yeah, there had to have been. I mean, a, a, like, Ice Age, maybe something like that. I mean, the, it is just weather. There could have been a flood, but why? Yeah. I mean, it could have been passed down from the people who, or the the ancestors that were in the ice age they told the story of the melting of the ice and it got morphed into great flood yeah by the time people learned how to write how long do you think um how old do you think like some of our oral traditions could be like do you think there's any story out here from the ice ages like that's just been passed down consistently i feel like probably at least some of them i mean any story about a large creature has to be from when there's like the I don't, know, I don't remember what they're called, but the big animals before the humans killed them all. Mm. Um, I feel like any sort of, like, dragon and stuff like that would be from that sort of era. Yeah. And um, in one of my classes, we actually had an interesting conversation about, like, the size of animals and their weight. And, like, um, if you made, like, an ant giant, then it'd collapse under its own weight and just kind of mm. die. 
Um, which is why whales, like, when they get washed up onto shore, like, they can't breathe because their weight, like, they need to be in the water. And apparently, when the Earth, I think I could be wrong here. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist, guys. I'm, I'm just not. <laughs> um, but um, uh, when the Earth's atmosphere had more oxygen um, and it was easier to, like, just exist and breathe, like, they needed less work, the animals did, um, like, dragonflies would be six feet long and, like, these there'd be these giant bugs and giant animals because it was just easier to get the oxygen which is fascinating like you one it makes you wonder like what giant things are there that we just haven't rediscovered you know i know for sure um i learned this in my environmental class that humans killed most of the giant species on land well all of them actually pretty much because Uh... they reproduce so slowly that even killing like one woolly mammoth a year would make them die out because they didn't you know reproduce fast enough they have no riz Aren't moose, like, the only ones that are left? Are they big enough to be considered, like, a giant animal, though? I've never seen a moose. Isn't it megafauna? Oh, yeah, megafauna. Megafauna. I don't know. I have have a computer right here. I've got it. Are moose... I feel like like whales, maybe, are megafauna. Moose are, like, big. They are big. They're giant. They are megafauna. They are. Um... Yeah. I'm not seeing anything talking about, like, if they're the last. I guarantee there's a lot of megafauna under the ocean. Because, like, oh, we don't know anything about it. As well. Oh, oh I forgot about them. Rhinos? Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I guess. Speaking of big creatures, <laughs> back onto the topic. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. The white Bigfoot of Belmont. So, mm. Belmont is not that far away from Elford at all. It is in, um, it's about, I'd say about 20 minutes west. Um, okay. To put it into your frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what this is saying. In 1973, spooked communities near Lost Nation and Black Creek... Oh, wait. Wait, I started at the end of that sentence. It started... In, the craze started in 1973. Um, it sounded like Bigfoot, but I call it the Blasty. <laughs> the okay. the uh... Black Creek Hoodot. Since it was so light in color that the... Uh, that otherwise so it was so bizarre that i don't know how to categorize it maybe it has a cousin Uh, that was me quoting the article by the way um so the white bigfoot of belmont says it's notorious um and there was a report in 1999 of two women in high school who they saw it big beige and rangy keeping pace with cars oh wow wow on route 244 okay um yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, what would you do if you saw a big beige Bigfoot running along with your car? Um, probably keep driving. Good um, call. Yeah, I know that sometimes deer will do that, and if you stop, then they'll run into you. That's true. Um, Isn't that what Mothman does? Oh, oh yeah. maybe it's just Mothman. <laughs> maybe it's Mothman, he but naked. Legs. <laughs> yeah, naked Mothman. Yeah, maybe someone just like took his clothes. Something. Yeah, maybe he goes to vacation. Like, oh yeah, he I bet like up here. I bet he takes his. Well, I feel like the climate of Mothman's area is pretty similar to here, but maybe he thinks in the summer because isn't it like Kentucky? Oh, I thought it was in the UK. It's... I don't know why. What? No, I'm no. wrong. I'm no, completely wrong. No, it's like Tennessee. Yeah, maybe he summers here, he's so it's not. Country music? The origin of Mothman. Yeah. Yeah, where's he from? Mothman's from West Virginia. Take me home, country. <laughs> um, well, he probably just summers here because I'm sure under all the fur and the, the the wings, it's pretty toasty. So he might have to come up here to cool off. That's what I would do. Um, 
I don't know. I guess maybe more tourists are there searching for him in the summer because they got time off. Oh, and it's nice weather and yeah. all that. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't explain why he would then get naked here if he's trying to stay stay cold. Maybe he. Maybe, maybe he, he likes needs to cold. like shed like a, like a snake. He has to like take off his oh. wings and grow new ones. You know, like that's a pretty good. He theory. could be like uncrystallized, crystal, chrys, chrysalising, and that's why I see him naked because he needs to find his clothes. I like that idea. Like when actually. someone wolfs out as a werewolf, their like clothes fall off in twilight. You have to like find their clothes. Okay, so. This just in, Mothman sheds his skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's put him back on. And occasionally you can find him naked. Yeah. Yeah. Right here in western New York. Okay. Quite an interesting place to choose. Yeah. Um, so, next we have the Monito Road Demon in Greece, which I believe is near Rochester. One second, let me just double check on that. Cause... I don't think a single city in uh, in upstate New York is named after anything original. No. It's like Greece so and Rome and Athens. Hornell is original. Hornell I guess. Is. Let's yeah. go Hornell, New York. Alfred's not. Alfred's not. There's Syracuse. I was doing research, though, and, like, they don't know why it's named Alfred. Because, like, it's not explicitly, like, named after the king. Because everyone yeah. who settled here had, like, I mean, I guess they probably were British, but, like, I remember it was yeah. called, like, something bridge for a bit. Um, oh, really? Because the first thing was that they had to make a bridge. I was looking it up for the project we were working on this semester. Oh, I should... I need to talk to Lori about that. That's pretty interesting. Um, so, Greece, New York is right in Rochester, basically. Um, okay. Okay, so there's a place called Manitou Road for the Manitou Road demon. Hmm. Okay, so what I'm reading here... Oh, okay, so I'm going to quote this. Fast, fanged, and flying. It's resident boogie. Loves to harass cars and beat on bedroom windows. Oh, wow. It doesn't sound like a bird. Uh, End quote. I think we should go ghost hunting there. That's not a bad idea. We we can be the BuzzFeed Unsolved uh, goat bridge. Yeah, of Western New York, and we can take Manitou Road for ourselves. Um. I'm sure we could find a car we're willing to sacrifice to this ghost adventure. Yes. If we get evidence of a ghost, I, I think we can probably afford a car after that. Yeah, like, if we can prove they exist. Though I don't think this is supposed to be a ghost. Um, yeah, I'm not finding too much else. But it, this thing is also talking about how, like, the word manito, manito, um, translates from the language eloquent. I'm so sorry, I'm probably saying that very wrong. Um, like a Native Gunkler? American uh, language. Um, it means, like, it's saying, like, picture the Force in Star Wars. Like, it's some sort mm. of, like, magic. Oh, wait, Manitou, I remember we learned about that. That was one of the reasons that the settlers decided to kill the natives, because they would be, they would try to kill them, and they would, like, have some sort of, like, spirit within them that lets them continue fighting after they're supposed to, they, like, you would assume they'd be dead. And they called it Manitou, and that's one of the reasons they would, like, claim they're working with the devil, and that's why they have to kill them all. Oh. So. I mean, so the British kind of used it as an excuse to murder everybody. <laughs> but I think they could find many excuses. That's um, true. Like, I think I heard a story. Out of excuses. Where, like, one man was, like, stabbed with, like, a spear, and then got up and kept fighting, and they were like, it's the devil. Um, but I feel like sometimes you could just get stabbed in the right spot and not die. Yeah. And then you did die. And if you're mad but, enough, like... Yeah, it's like when moms, like, lift their cars. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just a little uh, last burst of energy. But that is interesting that that's what the road is named. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Angola. Let me look up where this place is. I've heard of Angola. You have? I think I drive past it here. Oh. Drive past it to get here, I mean. I don't think this is Allegheny County. It just It's, it's just like when you go somewhere and you look up what to do and it says to go somewhere else. I don't think you drive through, Ang- at least this Angola. Oh, I just recognize the name. Because this is saying it's like right below Buffalo. It's in the oh. corner here. Well, maybe I just heard of it because it's by Buffalo. Yeah, probably. Um, it'd be funny, though, if you went that far out of your way. That would be interesting. Okay, so, the pig man. Mmm. Um, Minecraft. <laughs> like in Minecraft. Yeah. Um, the man form monster of Holland Road. Um, let's see. So, talk of it started in 1990. Let's see. Um, I probably should have read these before going on here. No, it's okay. Oh, my God. Live reactions. The ill-fated train involved the incidents called Angola Horror passed mm. over it and on one of those viaducts in 1967. I don't know if that made sense. The so, train went over a viaduct? That's what it sounds like. Like the train fell off the tracks into a viaduct or it just like, it just goes over it? That sentence isn't making too much sense, but it sounds mm. like there was some sort of train accident with a viaduct. What is it? I'm gonna look up what I a viaduct, what a viaduct is. is. Yeah, that. I believe yeah. it's something to do with irrigation. Let me. It do sounds a like research. A, yeah, duct. Um, oh, my phone's in German. Um, oh, it's all in German. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'll look it up. Um, a viaduct is a bridge-like structure carrying a road or, or a rail, railway, like um, what oh, they like have in Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah. In Harry Potter. Okay, so there's <laughs> some sort of like train accident with a viaduct. Like in Harry Potter. Like in Harry Potter. Um. Let's see. And there's a theory that one of the road residents, his name was, it's saying his name was William Derricks. Mm. Um, a Two fellow first names. with such a severe face deformity that he had no chance at a normal life. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's just messed up. So I'm wondering if, but stories that start till 1990 and he died in 1973 on a fire on Halloween night. Oh, wow. That's a statistic right there. That's a statistic. That's insane. Um, and then the story started, which. It's kind I think of that's the kind of like. It sounds like something passed down. Like, oh yeah, there was that guy, and like he had his, his face was like deformed, and then like maybe like the next generation was just like, you know, insensitive. Yeah. But also, it's possible like you don't normally see ghosts from like recent past, so maybe there's like a certain period they have to wait. Like oh. how we talked to that ghost from like 22 years ago, so like 73 to 1990 would be mm-hmm. about the same amount of time. 27 years, no, yeah. 17 years. Yeah, well, less than 20, but. Yeah, about but, uh, 20 years. Maybe, like, about 20 years is how long it takes for ghosts to learn how to manifest they're or something. Like, gestation time, they have to go through, gestation like, ghost time. school. Yeah. Yeah. They have to, like, you know, pass all their exams, and they're like, okay, you can go now. I think more realistically, they need to get some power to be able to m- manipulate things. Yeah, um, gain some traction. Yeah. Cause, like, you never see, like, a ghost person, like, riding a skateboard. You know? They're always, like, Victorian. So maybe, it, maybe they need time to be to become apparitions, but they can, like, talk through a spirit box, like, or sooner definitely know. like 50 years from now there's just gonna be a whole bunch of ghosts going around with like vapes and stuff and i think more like 200 years from now 200 years you think yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of ghosts are like 1900s like early 1900s yeah i guess so then like 100 years from now because i feel like sometimes you might see like a a woman in like a what's the what's the dress that people wore in the 20s a flapper dress? flapper dress i was yeah. gonna say swinger dress and that's not the right thing that's not the right thing um flapper dress with like a, a cigarette like that i feel like you might see so maybe 100 years from now you'll see like a yeah someone with headphones on and vaping 
Hmm. I wonder how they'll explain that. Okay. So, interesting stuff here. Um, okay, so, this one takes place in Fort Niagara, Youngstown. Let me look up hmm. where that is. I assume by Niagara. I'd assume. I mean, people do die at Niagara Falls, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's haunted. Have you ever been to, like, the top of the falls where there's, like, wrecked ships and stuff? Oh, I don't remember hearing about that. It's like, I don't talk about it, but, like, if you're driving and you go, like, past, on, like, the Canada side, you go yeah. past, like, where the falls are, like, before the falls, where, like, the water's going, there's, like, a lot of, like, wrecked ships and stuff like that. Oh, God. That's scary. Yeah. Um. So, I, it says Youngstown, which I don't know exactly what that is, but I imagine Fort Niagara is, like, the old fort yeah. at Niagara. Just to look up Youngstown, just in case. Youngstown. So, this story is about a hobgoblin. Yeah, Youngstown's right by Niagara. It's called a hobgoblin, which is interesting because when I did research on, like, Celtic myths, hobgoblin was actually a thing. So this one is really early, probably brought over by settlers. Mm-hmm. Um, this says that it was first seen by a besotted piper around 1804. And it says that, like, the hobgoblin with one guy, like, he gave it some sort of, like, payment and it inspired him to write this one song, Carol's Thoughts on Eternity. I'll have to look into that later. Um, and then it's also spotted. It's, it's like a little dark critter kind of thing. Um, it was also spotted in the graveyard of the old fort. Mm. Um, what, what exactly are hobgoblins from your research? Are they the ones that like help the house or is that something else? What did you, what the house? Help the house? Like the one you talked about that like goes and helps the house out? I think it's one of those things where it's got like 30 names to one thing. Oh, okay. Um, Just one of those little guys. One of those little guys. Yeah, household spirit. I think it is what you're thinking about. Okay. Like, you kind of just, like, give it a little something, then they help you out. Like a crow. Like a crow. We should talk about the crows on campus sometime. Oh, we should. Maybe at the end of this. I'm not seeing too much else going on here. Um. Oh, okay. So there's in Batavia, which is, let me just double check just to make sure I don't mix it up. It is, show me where this, oh wow, that's far away. That's really far away. Um, no, it isn't. It's about little west of Rochester. Um, so it looks like this thing, it's called the Oak Street Spectre. Um, oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so um, there's a, there was a, um, a bunch of sightings in 1905 with this shape-shifting thing um, in, it says, in a gulf of Oak Street north of Batavia Village. And so it looks like it, like, lashed out at, like, walkers and people in carriages and stuff like that. And, like, when people, like, would throw something at it or something like that, it seemed to sh- change shape. Hmm. So it's, like, some sort of, like, mischievous shapeshifter. But oh, then, like me, if I was a shapeshifter. Like you. If I'm you very mischievous. Very mischievous. Interesting activities you would do. Yeah, yeah. What would you do if you could shape? First thing you do, other than like your... Other than my yeah. go-to? Um, other than your go-to. Um, yeah. Um, my The first podcast-friendly thing I would do as a shapeshifter, <laughs> I think it would definitely be fly like a bird, become a bird. Me too. I would join the crows. I would see if they would take me in. And we're going to get onto the crows on campus, too, in a second. So, the crows. Um, So, this creature, interesting, this article, it's relating it to a puka, 
which is something if i'm saying it right i think you mentioned that to me before yes i i should have i should have i'm pretty sure i have um so it's an irish or just like celtic in general they probably have them in scotland mm-hmm. um it's an irish creature where basically they're mischievous little shapeshifters um they take a bunch of forms they're always like a black creature with gold eyes Mm. Like, uh, if you see, like, a black dog, black horse is one of their favorites. Ah. And, like, basically, they're one thing. Like, they'll come up, talk to you, tell you, like, they might tell you your future or something like that without explanation. They might, like, give you, like, something confusing. Just, like, tell you something random. Um, and then they just kind of leave. And they're ah. never there when whatever fortune befalls onto you. And they're just, like, little mischievous guides. Yeah, that I sounds that. like what I would do if I was a shapeshifter. Yeah. And immortal. And immortal. And could tell the future. Oh, yeah. If I could tell the future and I was a shapeshifter, everyone would know their double future. Double package. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, I think we could also talk a little bit about Elfred now at the end, because we have personal ghost experiences. Ooh, okay. Um, let's talk about the crows first. Okay, so the crows, mm-hmm. um, there's just been a lot of them recently, like thousands. People are saying thousands. Um anywhere between hundreds and thousands you know some number um and i heard from my professor actually that it's because they're beginning construction on jericho hill for the 30 million dollar sports complex oh um which we don't have to talk about right now but they are being displaced um and now they're moving here and that's why there's so many here all of a sudden because i remember i first saw them in december of 2023 Mm -hmm. but now since this semester there's been pretty much constant crow action um, and a lot of people find them intimidating and scary, but I just think they're, like, friends. I really think they're friendly. Yeah. They're, no, they haven't hurt anyone, as far as I know. They make very strange noises. Like, it, there's been multiple times when I've been walking on that back road, you know, mm. like, that goes by the science center, by the woods, um, and, like, the crows will start going insane. Like, you can hear them, like, a mile away. They're so loud. Mm-hmm. Every, they're all just flapping around, you know, cawing, and, like, it sounds like there's someone screaming, sounds like babies crying and stuff like that like i know what a crow sounds like it just sounds a little off i don't know if they're just getting all i have heard that this campus is cursed Mm. because it used to be and this sounds made up so i don't know if this is actually made up it's it i've heard that it's a native american burial ground oh um and that a lot of the tribes in this area don't go here because of it um and that also explains the deer are very bad looking like they all of them look pretty diseased oh my god there's something wrong um, with the deer which also could just be the deer being sick yeah but there's quite a few little spooky things that go on here i know that there's multiple people multiple groups on campus working on a collection of ghost stories yeah i know there's one honors class that's doing that right now oh uh, oh actually the one with uh m m's in it really yeah oh, i'm so jealous i wanted yeah. to take that one but i couldn't because it's conflict- not cool i'll have conflict. to talk to m about that yeah maybe we can do that when they're done with it at the end of the semester that's good because i know that that's like their whole project is making a book about i could bring someone in yeah. um and i also it's on my list to talk to like if i can find like a native american like i don't know if there's like an official or like a historian who mm-hmm. knows the history i would love to I, learn yeah, me more. too that'd be amazing yeah it's um speaking of the deer um okay so i can think of three good quick stories on my own like oh this was weird um actually four because that one thing that happened um i'll start i'll start with the quick little things one time me and my friends we were up not in the woods but like on the back road pine hill this was last semester so it wasn't that one time but um and there were these deer like we could just see them they were standing over under one of the street lights and they were just standing there but like they're this sounds 
paranoid, but there was something off with the deer. Mm-hmm. Like, we were terrified of these deer for some reason. They were just kind of standing there. Anyways, another time, me and, it was, it was Reagan, actually. Um, me and a friend, we were, we were just walking out from Powell on the third floor up there. Mm-hmm. And, like, at least three times we turned around because it sounded like someone was talking behind us. Like, it sounded like people followed us out and they were chatting. And we turned around there's no one. Oh, that's weird. It was so weird. Every time we started walking again, it'd start back up. And we were just looking at each other like, what? What? Now, we, me, and, me and Lila here have gone on ghost investigations on campus. Yes. With my little spirit box. And, and they've been eventful. They've been pretty eventful. Um, probably the biggest piece we've found, um, if you're going to trust our word on these things, um, there, tragically, there was a, a death on campus uh, about 22 years ago from one of the, in the, in the frats, like this guy. I mean, from the information I could get, it sounded like he, like, spoke out against, like, hazing in the frats, something like that. And then they all kind of, let's just say, ganged up on him, and it didn't end well. But um, me and a friend, we actually did research, and it would have happened in mid-February. And um, in mid-February, which is when we went out, or early February? When was that? Um, Early. I think it's been, like, early. three weeks. Yeah. So, actually, prob- the dates lined up. And yeah, like we, almost perfectly. We caught that kid's name, his yeah. first name. Yeah. And it's not like we even knew it at the time. Only one of us knew it, and it was not the person who, like, heard it on the spirit box. And we all were like, wait, what did that just yeah. say? Because we were asking for a name and stuff, and it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then later, you got you weren't here for this ghost investigation. It was mm-hmm. when you were homesick. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually went down to a building called Cohen on Main Street, mm-hmm. um, and that's in the stream behind that is up supposedly where his body was found and we actually got um the friend who was doing the spirit box like headphones on so they didn't she didn't know what we were talking about um my boyfriend walked up to the edge of the creek and the spirit box said like in front of you and then push about him standing right there um so that freaked us out pretty badly yeah that freaked me um, out and then the spirit box was actually later claiming that the person with the headphones on was a ghost and we do believe she might be supernatural we do not think she is a human if um, she ever listens to this we don't believe your act you're, you're she never even you're acts human. i don't think she's i i think she's almost telling us in a she's, way she's basically telling us at this point she's like a vampire or something. we're on her tail we're on her tail we'll find out what you are um but yeah and then multiple times when we've been out it's been trying to like lead us tell us where yes, to go yes like and it's always like we're like oh let's go to this building that's like turn and it's like oh this is where we turn i don't really want to turn anymore yeah or like i remember one time we were on main street uh we were right like uh by jordan hall like um yeah that part of main street and we were about to turn take the bridge back onto campus and like it kept telling us like okay turn left keep going do you see that and it's like oh well that was was scary we we backed out like we kept changing direction but it kept changing with us saying like yeah top stairs and it's like what is going on yeah it was spooky for sure yeah 100 <laughs> but also like the campus is known to be haunted because it's been around for a long time almost 200 and years. very active during the various wars world war one yeah um, like the classic stories are like the brick and stuff like that and interesting enough in one of the yearbooks i don't remember what year i think it was 80s um i found an article well my friend found about like ghost stories and one of the things was a black figure kind of following people Oh, one of our, on Pine Hill. One of our friends was saying that she was seeing that. Yeah, when we were investigating, one of our friends was seeing a black figure following us. That is terrifying. It was, yeah, it's, 
I forgot all about it till afterwards, but and that friend do- doesn't get spooked easily. And she was, yeah. like, telling us to run. Yeah, that was, um, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. I hope to have another episode about specifically, um, Elfridge University stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I just gotta get, you know, the articles together and stuff, but we're gonna have a real good show for you guys one of these weeks. I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, do you have any other fun things, Delia or Lila? Delia, do you have any? I think she's unmuting. I have to contribute. Okay. Okay. Where would be the creepiest place to see a ghost? Really quick before we end it. On campus. What? Where would be the creepiest place to find a ghost on campus? Where would be the creepiest place? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not on campus that much, so. Oh, yeah. Mm. This um, question's kind of irrelevant to me. <laughs> the creepiest place to see a ghost? Um, Realistically, it'd be somewhere that I go a lot, so, like harder our building or like in the dorm oh would be God. horrible imagine like in the dorm room oh yeah that would that would yeah that would suck that um, really suck especially because you don't let me use a spirit box in there so we would just know there's a ghost and we wouldn't talk to it well i think talking to it would make it worse do you think if we saw a ghost in our room that'd be a reasonable reason for res life to let us move out i don't think so we'd probably have to do it they'd probably do a psych exam first <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know i think we'd get added to a list um i personally like there are some like nights and stuff or early mornings when i'm alone in miller the music mm. hall because like the the ceilings are like 10 12 feet yeah tall. they're like three stories it's tall. just like industrial everything's white and like there's there's just a lot of doorways a lot of echoey too so it's like i think a ghost echo. would have a lot of fun in there yeah and then like in the practice rooms there are just these giant mirrors i'm always terrified oh yeah i never want to look in those mirrors yeah no it's so I creepy i know that the theater building is like less than 20 years old yeah so like mm. something being there less likely but but yeah i don't know about the actual like the building where they have the practice rooms and all that stuff i think it's newer do you think it's possible that like People have seen ghosts, but then not realize they're ghosts. Yeah. I mean, if it looks Because I feel enough. like on campus, seeing someone dressed up old-fashioned, they might just be like, hmm, that's weird. Art but kid. it's an art kid. Art kid. You know? Yeah. I remember um, I went on a ghost tour in Boston, and, like, one of the common things that people see is just, like, a woman sitting outside of one of the buildings. And then they'll, like, look back, and she's just gone. So it's, like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's the kind of thing where, like, you probably wouldn't realize at first. I feel like, realistically, that's how people see ghosts yeah um because i feel like if ghosts were to be able to apparate i think that's the word become an apparition they wouldn't look like see-through yeah i don't see why they would why like we don't look see-through i don't know yeah i don't know and okay so we've kind of talked about ghosts for a bit but do you i mean it sounds like you believe in ghosts um i i think i definitely would be inclined to okay yeah delia um it's complicated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, like, a staunch believer. Yeah, like, I wouldn't believe every single thing you tell me. But I think if I experience you good evidence... Would. Shut up, Delia. Um, <laughs> Abby, you make up reasons to believe in ghosts. No, I don't. Um... <laughs> okay, okay. So, enough on ghosts. Would you believe, like, because we talked a lot about monsters. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in monsters? Like, White Bigfoot, Mothman, or, like, um... things like that? I think, I don't, I don't, this is going to sound really stuck up, but I think people are definitely seeing that. <laughs> um, whether or not that's what it is in reality isn't mm-hmm. necessarily true. That's true. Um, I think 
most likely there's a lot of animals that we don't know of out there. Or um, animals also act really weird. Or if, like, one thing has rabies yeah. and it just, like, doesn't even look like what it's supposed to be anymore. Yeah, I'm sure there's some diseases that can make things look pretty messed up, but they don't last long enough for scientists to get their hands on them. Yeah. So, say, uh, like, for, like, Mothman, say, like, a really big falcon or eagle got some sort of, like, brain-eating something then they start acting super weird but then they drop dead because their brain is dying and then people might find a dead eagle and they're not gonna like do an autopsy on it unless you know unless it's like maybe also maybe it could be just like something that's not supposed to be there like if it is like a giant eagle that doesn't even belong in this climate yeah like escaped from a zoo and now it's just like out though that probably people it might be on the news if like a giant thing escaped but but also knowing our science abilities now um it's possible there's secret facilities where people with too much money and power, not so, not necessarily government, I'm not one of those people, but it's possible that they make weird combinations of things and then occasionally they get out or they lose funding and they have to like, they try to kill them when they can't kind of thing. I feel like yeah. that could be possible. Um, but let's pretend for, for a minute that I definitely believed in ghosts. I would say... Um, that I would believe in monsters subsequently because the way I see ghosts is that there's like two planes of existence where there's like us and there's like ghosts and after like afterlife whatever yeah um that occasionally something can like break the two like surface tension and then you can like peek through whether or not that's like a specific moment or a specific place that's how I imagine ghosts would work so then monsters could be this uh, like the same thing but manifesting in different ways or like there's been like 99.9% of all species have died so there could be just a species that we didn't see because their bones don't last or they didn't fossilize that just occasionally poke through maybe and then I mean oh wait so you're saying like a monster could be a ghost of something or like that sort of vibe yeah that's an interesting take um because I feel like a lot of monsters they don't often get their hands on the things they just like you just see them um and then also if you're if say we're saying that a monster is a ghost it could be messing with, like, animals are so in tune with nature that if something is wrong with the vibes of something, they might start going crazy. So that explains, like, why something might be damaged because other animals got started going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, say there's, like, a weird Mothman figure and then they find a car that's, like, ripped to shreds. A bear does that to cars when they think there's food inside of it. Like, that happened in my mom's van. Like, a oh, bear was trying to get geez, into it. that sucks. Um, so, like, I think it's reasonable that multiple things can go on at the same time and also sometimes people are just lying or they need glasses make it up they need glasses you know like we lost a lot of like mythological creatures and stuff when people invented glasses like those ancient greeks they they were going crazy but then i thought they had glasses do they have glasses they weren't like how glasses are now i'm not a historian i do not know when glasses were invented but as someone with glasses and when i don't wear my glasses i do see things and there's a lot of, like, eye diseases that I'm sure there was more of la- oh, back yeah. then that I'm sure... They probably thought they had the devil inside them, but they just had yeah. cataracts. Or people were just... I'm sure that a lot of times, especially in cultures where, like, elderly people are more, like, emphasized, if someone's got dementia and they think mm-hmm. that they're just, I don't know, becoming in tune with the spirits, they might just believe them. Um, that, yeah, that seems possible. And then, of course, there's, like... Um, people just looking for attention they're yeah. just like hey you won't believe what i saw and also just like tales like oh you don't want to go into yeah. the river bobby there's um there's a monster in there or something yeah like where like kids don't realize their parents are saying something that's not true yeah and then they hear it from other kids and then and it then just you spirals got, you got something all right i think i'm gonna end the episode here um 
thank you to anyone who made it to the end of the episode. Uh, I hope you had fun. If you have any other ideas on what we could talk about next, please. Uh, I think there's a comment section in Spotify. So, um, yeah, if not, you can find a way to contact me um, here at Alfred. We could so, always make a Gmail address. Or you should. could. I, I might get onto um, that. If you like me on the podcast, you know, Venmo me. Um, <laughs> I'll come back if you give me 30 cents. 30 cents? 30 cents, um, Abby. You need to set up a Venmo for that. Um, I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you what my Venmo is. You'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll just know. Um, okay. Well, um, thank you for listening to the latest episode of King Alfred's Diary. I hope you all have a good day. Um, bye. Bye.